Welcome to the Lifehouse Church Podcast. More information about Lifehouse and our senior pastors, Richard and Helen Kabakian, can be found at lifehouse.com.au. We hope you enjoy the following message. And uh, we're going to continue in our series of supernatural, being bringing super into the natural and also being naturally super. And we're going to unpack that for you um, today. And, and I'm hoping you really catch the spirit of this. But let me tell you right now, as we have been in this series, people have been being healed. So this is not just something we're talking about. Listen, it is happening And I'm telling you that to say, why not you? These people aren't any better than you. We are all the same. We're all God's kids. But right now, today, we have a prayer team at the end of each service. For some of these things that's been happening in the service, there's a young lady that was sitting right about there. And as we pray today at the end of the service, her shoulder got completely healed. She hasn't been able to lift it further than this for the last few months. And then she was doing that out there, out in the foyer. There's another young man that, would ju- that just received prayer at the end of the service. He had shoulder pain, neck pain. It was, a, it was an eight or a nine as he went for prayer and they kept asking him, where's the pain level, where's the pain level? And as he walked away, he, there, there was no pain in his neck. Okay, now listen, I'm saying that to you to say, come on, lift up your faith. Lift up your faith. Let God do something in your life today. And if you're new here today and you're thinking, wow, yes, wow. This is not religion here. We believe in a God who loves us and cares for us. And so we're going to unpack this. Now, remember, I started the, the, the series by saying, you know, it's funny how sometimes uh, people within a church usually land on either side of those two words, supernatural. In other words, some people want our church to be completely super in the sense that we're, all we do is just people are rolling around and people are, uh, you know, we're just praying for people and we're putting oil on people and we're jumping on. And some people would love us to be that church. And hey, let's do a bit of that. And then there are some people that want us to be completely natural in the sense of, hey, don't get too weird on me. Can't we just give too good, just good advice on Sundays? And I don't, I don't want you to freak my friend out. Well, the funny thing is that friend of yours is also watching shows like Supernatural, Torchwood, Lucifer, Stranger Things. All of those shows, what do they all have in common? They're all, it's all about the supernatural. Why are they running toward it? Because something inside them says it's real. I've actually got a list of a few more. Do you want a few more? Look, Midnight Texas, just a new one. It's just come out on Netflix. I'm helping you here so you can watch some horror shows, okay? Uh, uh, American Horror Story. There you go. There's a great one. Uh, one's called Legion. Um, this is probably the, the, the most supernatural of the whole lot, the days of our lives. I'm dead serious. For all those things to happen to one person. Come, some, some of you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, how many times can his brother's sister's cousin be, actually become his dentist who was then the dog who then became the sister who was the cousin who then, anyway, enough about that. Hey, listen, let's never shy away from the supernatural. Let's never shy away from it. Now, last week we talked about bringing the super into the natural. In other words, don't believe everything you see is natural. Sometimes we've got to ask the question, God, is, uh, is there something else behind this? And many of you have commented, commented to me that uh, that made a lot of sense to you because it just doesn't make sense how things are taking place in your world and God will open up your eyes to that. Today I want to talk to us about making sure that as we bring the super that we are completely natural 
as we do that. And I'm going to unpack that a little, a little bit for you today. So in the Word of God, we see this is written by the Apostle Paul. He says, A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. So what you're thinking is just you having a little bit of common sense and giving some good advice, what you don't realise is God is saying, no, 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 it's actually a supernatural gift you've got. And you just made a quick comment to someone to someone eight years ago and that person is still hanging on to that advice and it's actually something that they have governed their life by. And we just thought it was just the Word. But no, God is saying that some of you have got that gift that when you speak, people listen and they actually take you up on your advice. And then He says to another person, He gives the same Spirit, and this Spirit is someone who's able to take a message of special, to give a message of special knowledge. What does that mean? Some of you are able to give someone some advice for something that's about to happen into their future. For example, hey, I'm not sure whether you should buy that house right now. I'm not sure whether you should hang out with those. And all of a sudden, they they take you up on that advice, and because God spoke to you, they avoided some disaster in their lives. It's a supernatural gift. It says the same Spirit, verse 9, the same Spirit gives great faith to another and to someone else, the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. Now listen, some people have got the special gift of healing. We have got a pastor coming tonight and we believe that gift is on his life. It's documented, okay? He's coming tonight. Friends, don't waste an opportunity. If you know someone that is sick and they've been to every doctor and they can't help them, you would be surprised how open they are for you to say, listen, can I just take you to a meeting? Let's see if we can get this thing healed. They might not have listened to you about anything else, but I tell you what, people want some healing for their bodies. They want some healing for their emotions and say, come on, let's get some people down here tonight because this man has got the gift of healing. He says, he gives one person the power to perform miracles And another person, the ability to prophesy, he gives someone else the ability, listen to this one, to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. What does that mean? Do you know sometimes you can be listening to a podcast and what is being said is actually not from God. And some people have got a gift to discern. I don't think this is from the Lord. And we need those people. And then it says, it is the one Spirit who distributes all of these gifts and He alone decides, I've missed that part about languages and blah, blah, blah. He says, He alone decides which gift each person should have. What does that mean? The Bible is saying every person in this room has got a supernatural gift. It doesn't say special people. It doesn't say more anointed people. It doesn't say the people that get their life right. Every person in this room has got a supernatural gift. Now listen, they're all different. But when we come together, we've got it all. So don't, you can admire someone's gift, but don't envy their gift to the point where you don't even use the thing that God's given you to do. But when we come together, we can behave like a body. And so as we begin to do this, we're going to start to see that God unpacks everything that He's got for us. Now, some of you are sitting there saying, but I've got no idea what God has got for me. And some of you have been Christians for quite a while and you don't even know the gift that God's got. That's why we run Growth Track. By the time you get to Growth Track 3, 
it is all about you and the gifting that God's got for your life. And we would love you to unpack that because we need your gift. We need it. But if we don't even know what it is and you don't know what it is, it's going to be very difficult to unpack it. So please get into growth track and and help us get you into your destiny and our church will be completely blessed as well. Did you notice the part that the Bible says that these supernatural gifts are to heal others? Do you know, if you've got the gift of healing, it's not so that you wake up in the morning and lay hands on yourself and keep healing yourself every morning. You're not supposed to be giving yourself special advice every day. I mean, yes, do that, but your gift is for you, but it's also for others. That's why God gives us these gifts. And Jesus talks about His life, and it's in Luke 4, 18. This is what Jesus said about His life. He said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has, what's that, what's that word there? Anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to captives and the recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. Most of us would look at that and say, wow, gee, I wish I had all of those things. I wish I could help blind people open their eyes and I wish I could help people who were oppressed not be oppressed any longer. And, and most of us look at what Jesus had and we think, that's Him and this is me. But friends, the Word of God tells us something about Jesus' life that I think we need to take hold of today. Let's read this out together. John 14, 12. This is what it says. It says, come on, one, two, three. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done and even greater works because I am going to be with the Father. I want to ask a question today. Is there anyone in this room that actually believes today? Jesus is saying the works that he did, you can do. And I like the way he just says, anyone who believes. The criteria is, do you believe? This whole series is just to get your faith level up. Do you believe? And some people say, well, I believe, but I certainly don't have what Jesus had. He had, the, he had that anointed word. Jesus was just that little bit more special. Now we know he's the son of God, but he also came as the son of man. So to clarify that for us, the Word of God says this in 1 John. It says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One. Friends, I'm giving you some great news today. Jesus is very special. He is very anointed. But today we are discovering that the Holy Spirit is saying, you're just as anointed. You are just as filled with the Spirit as He is. And today we need to take up this gift we need to take it up and see what God can do through us. Do you know when the apostles witnessed Jesus take off and he said, guys, I'm going to give you the power of the Holy Spirit. And so they began to do signs and wonders and miracles. And people began to get saved and all of a sudden they, they found themselves running a feeding program, literally a food program because people were starving. And so they, they brought all this food together and the apostles were actually dishing out food. And in Acts chapter 6, the apostles go, guys, this is awesome that we're doing this, but we think we should be preaching the gospel. So they said, how about we just appoint some people that just love God, that are full of faith. Yeah. One of those guys was a guy called Stephen. Listen to what I'm saying. Stephen was not an apostle. He was a waiter at a restaurant. He was just a waiter, but he was a man full of faith. And the Bible says, Stephen, a man full of God's grace and power, 
started performing miracles, amazing miracles and signs among the people. This guy was just a waiter, but he believed something. I think God can use me. I don't know what profession you're in. God doesn't need you to be in full-time ministry for you to perform miracles, signs and wonders. Are you a nurse? God wants to use you as a nurse. Are you in IT? God wants to use you in IT. Are you a painter? God wants to use you in your painting job. Friends, don't think oh, the, the, the miracles are for the pastors. No, no, the miracle is for God's church. Anyone who believes, come on, give the Lord a huge round of applause. You know what I'm talking about. God wants to use us. And it's very challenging, but friends, don't, don't be challenged in a negative way. Oh, I'm not doing this stuff. Some of you didn't even know this was available, but God wants to use you. He wants to use your life. And imagine if everybody leaves this place believing what we are talking about today. You know, last week I was talking about how I went to my, my alterations lady and she left me the number of her daughter. Does anyone remember this story? And she left me the number of her daughter because I prayed for the alterations lady from her whooping cough. She got healed of that. So then she gave me the number of her daughter who's starting to see some paranormal or has been seeing paranormal activity in her home. She says, get this man in. So I, I end up calling up the daughter this week. So I went around to the house. And uh, she's very hungry for someone to come in and bring a change. She was really hungry for that. And so I go in there. Now, friends, you've got to hear me here. I don't consider myself a demon buster. This is not, this, are you hearing what I'm saying? I didn't go to demon busting school and learn how to bust demons. And I didn't put on special gear with a badge and a funny looking car that looks like a hearse. And, you know, are you hearing what I'm saying? Sometimes we just got to do what we need to do. But let me tell you one thing I'm convinced of. As I walked up those stairs, I believed you with all my heart. God, you've anointed me. God, you said that you've anointed me so that I can bring hope to people's lives. The supernatural is real. And I just walked up those stairs. Listen, let me tell you what I didn't say to myself. I'm perfect. I'm awesome. I've never done anything wrong. I wasn't thinking that because that's not the truth. What I did say to myself is Jesus is in me. Holy Spirit is upon my life. God wants to help this lady. God wants to help this lady. And I think the only thing that I got right was the fact that I was willing to go. And so I turn up, she opens the door and then we sit down and we start having a coffee. Why do we have a coffee? Because listen, we're about to do the super, but can we do it naturally? I tell you what I didn't do. I didn't walk into a house, change into a white suit and start waving my white jacket around. Some of you don't know why I would do that, but some of you would know why, I, right? Right? I didn't get a handkerchief out and start sweating and start wiping my brow. And I, I tell you what I didn't do. I didn't set up a pulpit in the lounge room, you know, and start preaching. To, uh, thank you, thank you. you know, imagine me walking in with a pulpit, walking in. G'day, how you going? Fantastic. If you can just take a seat, please. Can I? Um... I sat down and had a coffee with her. We've got to be natural friends. So we had a coffee. I asked her about what was going on in the house or what was happening. She began to tell me. I asked about her children. And then I said to her, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. We can, ask, we can ask this demonic stuff to leave, but the Bible says if the house is swept clean and it's left empty, those spirits will come back. To which she said, are you kidding me? Her eyes popped wide open. It's the truth, friends. So she says, are you, are you ready? So what must I do? Great question. You need to ask Jesus into your life. And she said, well, how do you do that? Because people don't know this stuff. So I started to tell her how she gets. Now, let me tell you, she's now about to pray the prayer. But I didn't then say, can I please have Sam Carter come out, please now? 
And then Sam Carter comes out with his little piano, starts playing some background music for me. Can we please dim the lights? It was, we don't, don't, don't get weird on people. The supernatural is weird all by itself. You don't need to add to it, right? Just keep it real. I didn't talk in a different voice. We just talked normally. You don't need to put on a mask. You don't need to be anyone other than who you are. Just bring who you are. And she prayed the prayer. She received Jesus into her life. Isn't that amazing? Hey, listen. Yeah, come on. Let's give the Lord a huge round. I think that's amazing. But the best part is we haven't even, we haven't even walked around the house yet because I want Jesus in her heart first. And so then we begin to walk around the house. And we're walking around the house, walking around the house. Now, apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently what was going on was that in, her daughter was asleep and in the middle of the night, she heard someone rustling through the cupboard, like really rustling, doors opening, everything, right? So she, was, she kept her eyes closed thinking it was her mum. In the morning, she wakes up and she says to her mum, mum, were you rustling through my cupboard? And the mum, knowing she didn't, she, she said, yeah, 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 it was me because she didn't want to freak her out but she knew that it wasn't her. Well, the daughter goes to bed the next night and she has a dream and in the dream, someone says to her, it wasn't your mum in the cupboard at night, it was me. So she wakes up in the morning and says, mum, that wasn't you in the cupboard, was it? And she says, no, it wasn't. So now the daughter's completely freaked out. So anyway, we start walking around the home. I didn't know this story, so we're walking around the home. I'm praying in different bedrooms, different rooms, big house. And I end up in this particular bedroom And as I go to pray for the kingdom of God to enter into that room and that anything that is not of you, God, has got to go, as I begin to pray that prayer, as I get to almost that point where I'm going to say, you've got to leave, I feel like, to the point where I I thought someone literally slapped me and I'm like, and she's like, are you okay? I said, yeah. And I'm thinking, this is where it's all happening. This is So far, it's all good. This is where it's all happening. But I didn't want to freak her out. I just said, look, I'm just going to pray again. Kept the smile on, hey? Right? We're just going to pray again, all right? She's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Father, as I'm about to pray the name of Jesus again, I feel the slap again. And she goes, what's the matter? I said, I'm going to be straight with you. There's something happening right here. And she says to me, this is the cupboard right here where my daughter heard some noises and so forth and so on. Anyway, long story short, we don't need to make a big deal about it. In the name of Jesus, get out. It's gone. I believe in Jesus' name. His kingdom has come to that home. Amen. His kingdom has come. Yeah, okay, come on, give the Lord a huge round of applause. It's amazing. Now listen, I know in this series we've concentrated a little bit on this sort of demonic stuff and all that, and I'm not shying away from that whatsoever. But I'm just putting it out there to you to say, guys, this stuff is real. And I know for a lot of us, we think it's just fantasy and it's people just playing mind games, but I think we know it to be true. But sometimes we need to see this thing unpacked. Why is it important that we do this stuff? Because the Bible says, my me- this is the Apostle Paul speaking, he says, my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of God's, of the Spirit's power. Friends, sometimes we're all about this, Sometimes you need to just show people the kingdom of God. Often we're preaching to this. We need to get to this. And the way you quickly show them is you've got to show them the power of God. One more, can I just tell you a few stories? Okay, because I want this to be real for you. 
Helen and I, we go to this particular coffee shop. We go there all the time. We met a guy there, nice Italian man, and we got to know him. He didn't really have a big faith in God, but we were talking and just being friendly. One day we see him sitting at this table. He looks really distressed. We sit down next to him. Helen says, what's going on? He says, I think I'm about to lose my job because I haven't made budget. He actually didn't make budget for two months. It was getting toward the end of the month. He hadn't made budget and the budget was huge. And he says, I think I'm going to lose my job. I'm sitting there having a coffee with him. He tells me that and I'm like, "Mm, that's a shame. (laughs) That's what I did, your pastor. That's what I did. But that girl that I married, luckily someone loves God around here. She says, we should pray. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course we should. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah, yeah. so I was going to get to that, Helen, if you just let me speak. That's not true. I wasn't going to say a word. I was just, I just thought, oh, well, bad luck. So Helen says, come on, let's pray. Now, once again, we didn't, can we please have Sam Carter come out, please? And... No, we, no we, we didn't need that. We just, we just needed to pray. And this is Helen's big, deep prayer. Father, please help this guy's name. Please help so-and-so to make budget. In Jesus' name, amen. He's like, oh, thanks for that, thanks for that. He leaves, we leave. The next day we see him at the same cafe. He's like, guys, come and sit here. Come and sit next to me. We're like, what happened? He goes, the minute I walked outside, I took a phone call. He goes, that one phone call gave me the budget for last month and this month. One phone call. One phone call. Now listen, what was the outcome of that? Do you know, that guy then says to his wife, hey, listen, I meet these people, they're a bit crazy, but I want to go to their church this Sunday. That family's now in our church. Because of one prayer, one small prayer, they saw the demonstration of God's Spirit. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And sometimes we talk a lot, but why don't we, come on, let's, 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 let's lift this. You know, I went to a church one day up in Queensland. Some of you may have seen this church on the, on the highway at the Gold Coast and it says Jesus saves. Ever seen that building? It says Jesus saves on it. And we went to that church service. We were on holiday. And we went there, we just wanted to just relax, just be in God's presence, whatever. This, this African family stand up and the dad, big guy, holds up the cutest little baby girl you've ever seen. In, he was literally holding her in the palm of his hand and she was staring out at us. And he was holding her like that. She had black curly hair and, and he's holding her like that. And he said, this is our daughter, whatever her name is. And we're like, oh, she's so cute. He goes, I want to tell you a story. My wife was pregnant and the doctor said, this child is going to be deformed and most likely autistic or something along those lines or Down syndrome. We suggest you terminate. Now, come on, we know that the doctors know what they're talking about sometimes. We've seen that they've predicted that and that's exactly what has happened. So it's not like the doctors are being crazy. They are not the enemy, are you hearing me? They are not the enemy, they're just trying to do their job. But this couple say, you know what? We believe in a God of the supernatural. And instead of terminating, they began to lay hands on their... On, now, this is a big deal. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is not, we're not playing games now. This is someone's life. So they begin to pray and pray. The whole church fasts for a miracle. While the baby is born, none of those conditions are in that baby. Not one of them. That's powerful, friends. How powerful is that? We've got a couple in our church with a similar story just recently joined our church and they're telling me the same thing. Friends, this is real. This is real. There was a young girl in our church. She was actually a part of our youth. Her family were not coming to church, just just her, the, the daughter. And this girl was perfectly normal 
and something began to happen with her leg. Some of you know this story. We can't deny it. Her leg began to twist fully. Her foot, sorry, her foot began to twist all the way around. By the time Helen and I even knew this girl, uh, it was fully twisted. She was in hospital, Royal Children's, could not walk. We went to the hospital together. Mum and Dad are sitting around, bawling their eyes out, looking at this girl. And we saw her foot. Some of you know this girl. You know what I'm saying is there's not a word of exaggeration. Her foot was completely. And we were looking at her. And I'm going to be honest, I'm a pastor. I love God and all that. Even I looked at it and I thought, God, can you, can you do something about this? The funny thing is I'm not God. I don't have to fix it. I've just got to pray the prayer. It's not your responsibility to fix it. You've got to pray the prayer though. And so I laid my hands on This is the prayer I prayed. You know, you know, God, if, if you, listen to the prayer. Listen to the faith. Are you ready? God, if you fix this. I'm being honest with you because I don't want you to think that I'm up here and you're somehow down here. Listen, we're all about here, right? God, if you fix this, I will never doubt your miraculous power ever again. That's the prayer I prayed in my heart. So we prayed. Some of you know that it wasn't more than probably three month, three weeks late. I don't even know the time frame. All I know is she was getting baptised and her feet were completely straight. Completely, 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 completely straight. We all know that to be true. Her dad was sitting right there in the earlier service. You can't tell a story like that and lie. Okay? And he was clapping, a few tears, because we all know it to be true. Friends, if God can do it for her, then I think he can do it for your friend, your cousin, your sister, your brother. Come on, if someone needs a miracle, let's pray the supernatural prayer, but let's pray it naturally. Once again, we were in that hospital bed, in that hospital room. We didn't need the bells and the whistles. We just needed God and we needed to pray a prayer. Are you okay with this? Friends, God wants to do the miraculous. Do you know what's funny though sometimes is... We are so immune to this stuff that we forget what's available to us. So I'm a pastor of a church. I'm sitting there one day and for some reason, I don't know what happened, but it's like a frequency or what had nothing to do with our sound, but it was just, there was something wrong with my ear. And this particular morning, something just shot into my ear and it just caused immense pain. And I thought, oh, it's maybe just something that happened today. Well, no, two weeks later, it was still there, three this pain was in my ear to the point where I started to wear, um, put those ear bud things in my ear to stop the sound coming in. And I couldn't even worship God anymore in my own church. Couldn't worship God. Do you know the funny thing is? I'm praying for people on the front, but I never bothered to pray for myself. So one service, I just laid my hand on my own ear and said, God, can you please heal my ear? Can you please heal it? Now, I'd love to tell you that it happened in a moment, but it didn't. But from that point on, it just got better and better and better and better. And there, there was absolutely nothing going on with my ear. I wonder what's going on in your life that sometimes all you need to do is lay hands on that body part yourself and just say, God, I believe that you can heal this. God, I believe you can heal this. God, I believe you can heal this. Come on, let's lift up our faith. We serve a God of the supernatural and He wants to be involved in your life and bring some healing into your body. Amen. God is doing miraculous things, friends. You know, our nation, as we all know, 
has just voted that you know we we are going to uh, be celebrating and, and and allowing same-sex marriage to take place. And some of us are so nervous about that, and we're we're all shaken. And can I tell you something? Governments don't cause revivals. Governments don't change the heart of a nation. The gospel does. And if you're really fired up about this, please don't get all angry on Facebook. Go preach to your neighbour. Go and pray for them. Go pray for their children. Bring the supernatural into people's lives. Do you know there are people in our church that were once, that would once, they would tell you they once had a same-sex attraction. But today by the power of God, they're saying that's not something that they wanna be involved in. They're feeling that their emotions have changed. The way they feel has changed. God has got the power to change people from the inside out, not just from the outside in. God is powerful. Don't be nervous. This is our opportunity. Do you, know, do you know when churches were the most full in America? The most full when 9-11 took place? What was a complete tragedy was an incredible moment for America's history when it comes to the spiritual power of God. And as the, as the days get darker and darker, you're going to shine brighter and brighter. I've got beautiful fairy lights in my, at my home. And when I click the button, my fountain comes on and so do my fairy lights. But you know, during the day, you can't even see the fairy lights are on. But as it gets darker and darker and darker, all of a sudden they shine brighter and brighter. Hey, listen, this is our, this is our, this is our turn. This is our chance now. This is our chance that when people start to tell you how deep and dark things are, that we then quickly say, can I pray for you? Can I help you with that? Can I pray that God gets you out of debt? Can I pray that God heals your depression? Can I pray that God heals your marriage? If people are desperate, they'll allow you, friend. So come on, we need to lift up our faith. Are you hearing what I'm saying? These aren't just nice stories. I didn't want to just give you Scripture after Scripture today. I wanted to give you some illustrations that I'm telling you now, God is on the move. Do you want to hear something really funny though? Do you know to even be a Christian, you have to believe in a virgin birth? talk about supernatural. Anyone had a baby lately that didn't have a partner or have something inserted? <laughs> do, I have to, do I have to get down to that? Without any technology, without anyone else being involved, have you heard of anyone becoming pregnant lately? No, I haven't. But to be a Christian, you've got to believe that Mary fell pregnant by the power of God, to even be a Christian. And guess what? The other bookend of your faith is that when he died, this guy Jesus, that he was raised from the dead. Do you know anyone that's been raised from the dead lately? No, probably not. So for you to, be, to even be a Christian, from the womb to the tomb, you've got to believe in the supernatural. Have you ever thought about that? From the womb to the tomb, you've got to be supernatural. But isn't it a shame that sometimes the in-between bits, we let it go? Come on. Let's fill up our life with the supernatural. Let's fill it. Hi, I'm Richard Gabakian, pastor of Lifehouse Church. Just wanted to say thank you for listening to this message and I hope and pray that you feel that it's added value to your life. My greatest desire is to see people develop a personal relationship with Jesus, which can begin by praying a very simple prayer. I'm going to pray that prayer right now. And if you'd like to begin that relationship, you can just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you in my life. I choose you as my only hope of being forgiven. 
please come into my life and let me begin a relationship with you that will last for all eternity. If you've prayed that prayer, we would love to know about it and celebrate your fantastic decision. You can do that by sending an email to mydecision at lifehouse.com.au. We look forward to hearing from you.